everyone, and welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this is a show where we take a K-drama, we watch it two episodes at a time, and then we get together here every week to talk about it. Yeah, this week we watched episodes five and six of Worst of Evil. Does that mean we're halfway through? We're halfway through. We're halfway there. We're halfway through. Oh, and it's getting good. It's, I mean, oh, that sounds really bad. It's a great show, guys, but sometimes... It's really hard to watch. And these episodes were not. They were good. I liked them. Yeah, these, I especially liked episode five, I think. Um, because oh, really? there was Yeah. There was a little bit more, I don't know, like camaraderie building. I was really excited that Knife Guy saved the day. <laughs> oh my god. They give you that half second at the top of the episode where he's just watching things go down that you're like he was the rat, he was the guy in the spa, he sold everybody out, and then, yes, tables immediately turn, and for the rest of the next two episodes, he is the guy. He's everyone's favorite guy. Except- He's everyone's favorite guy. Except Kichol, whose favorite guy is Junmo. So? <laughs> so there's that. Um, It's cute that he likes Junmo so much. It is, I think, the biggest thing- that I've seen on the internet about this show, the biggest hype around this show was the bromance. And it is hard. It's, I'm, the, the bar doesn't feel that high by saying that I am not stoked that the bromance is on the premise that one is only pretending to be a bro. Yeah, that's not bromance. That's a bummer. Even if the one who's getting tricked is a really bad dude, it, honestly just makes me feel kind of worse because I just there's like no hope for him and he's going after Junmo's wife to get with oh her my God. but he doesn't even know that that's who he's but also like if he did Junmo would be dead because you know that he wants her way more than he wants to be bros with Junmo <laughs> yeah with anyone he's I mean his right hand man let me see Jungbei Jungbei was like, um, you're kind of compromising everyone and everything by hanging out with this lady so much. And he was like, I don't actually care. I don't actually think I care about that. Thank you. I've held a decades long candle. Decades long. I will not be putting it down for you or this business or anyone. I asked this show to give us his character motivation and they were like, it's her. <laughs> Literally, it's her. He's only done all of this for her. I did not ask for that. I rescind ever asking what he was about or what he was motivated by. I don't want to know anymore. I would like to not know. I'm so curious how he thinks it's going to work even remotely, even a little bit, where she is like an awarded cop. <laughs> and he's like, it's fine details. She just doesn't have to ever know about my business. I'll just deflect if she ever asks anything about what's going on at work. I will deflect so hard. Like, how low is his esteem for her as a person? Like, her intelligence, right? It's it's nothing. He thinks yeah. nothing of her. Yeah. He thinks she is the stupidest blundering idiot if he thinks that it could work for even a moment for him to just simply not talk about what he does. What? What? <laughs> yeah. And re like get married. I don't know. Yeah. I maybe I'm too uppity about marriage. I didn't think I was. But the second he was like, I could marry her. I was like, bitch, 
<laughs> Excuse you? You cannot. You're not allowed. Like, the fact that you want to date her is audacious enough, but you think you can marry her and just not ever let her know anything about your whole life? What? What is the plan? I've never yeah. seen you go to a home. Do you own a home? <laughs> you just want to sleep in your office, office with all your <laughs> dude friends? Is that the plan? Stupid. Yeah. Are you going to have just an offsite location where you keep her and what, like your kids or some shit? That, and they'll just never get drawn into the business ever? That's never. unrealistic. That's so unrealistic. <laughs> and you're not on anyone's radar, so it's totally fine. She right? Definitely being a cop has never heard your name or seen it pass across her desk. It's totally fine. Yeah, or any of your bros. Like, that's... I mean, even on the off chance that he has evaded his name ever passing her desk, what are the odds that all of his gang will never, like, <laughs> no one in his circle will ever cross the desk of this, like, cop with accolades, cop from a cop family with a cop <laughs> dad and cop brothers and a cop husband for all he knows or ex-husband or whatever wild wild it's all of this is wild it's frustrating the candle he holds for her is frustrating but okay on the other side to shift a little bit now we have miss lee from china played by the epic bb who is an amazing singer and someone that i've gotten eve into because Eve doesn't know that all of the words are curse words, but, you know, <laughs> it's a fun thing. Eve loves BB. I love BB. BB is Miss Lee. And Miss Lee is in love with Ji Chang-wook, aka Jun Mo. And I get it. I get it. There's a connection there. And I, I think that's a fun little love triangle to be like, yes, he's married, but he's this undercover cop. She doesn't know anything about him. She just thinks he's cute. Like, that's the fun way to do romance in this show. Let's just do that. I would much rather have that particular love triangle than, yeah, what they're giving us. I, I do continue to hate the love triangle. It, it continues to be, I will, I just have to bring it up every episode that it's, I hate it. I hate it and I want nothing to do with it. I hate it. Because it's, it's really bad. <laughs> it's so bad but yeah uh i am really excited about the potential of sorry we were talking about her as bb and now i have to go back to her character lee hey Ryon. miss lee miss lee uh yeah i thought her whole character was very very good i was really stoked that what really changed her mind on the deal was the fact that she was like mm, I love a loyal boy. And I was like, me too. I also love a loyal boy. <laughs> That's this whole show, Weeby. Welcome to the cast. If you love loyalty, you're going to have a great time in The Worst of Evil. Yep. Because my whole thing is that I know that the knife guy is a terrible person. He might still be the traitor for all we know, right? Maybe he just, he did the, maybe he did he's a thing. Not, though, he's though. Because he's our boy. Because he's our boy and we love him. We love, I love him. him on the basis that he's loyal. He's murdered so many people. <laughs> just reckless murder. At this point, he's just a, a murder hobo. And I love him. I yep. love him because he's loyal. 
Because he's the one guy that Geechul could trust in the moment when he was in the hospital room. He was like, knife guy, come on over. Chief So, my boy, my get to the bottom of this. <laughs> and he did. He yeah. did. He cracked the case wide open. Cracked the case wide open. I think the one tiny time I was not reading for Chief So above all else was when they found the rat. And the police were like, we're just going to go and knock on his door and be like, hey, hey, like, tell him who you are and why you're there. I don't know. Just be like, hey, this is police. We're here to protect you. Please open the door. We're going to save your life. Please, for the love of God, we're here to save you. They were just like, no, we're just going to yell his name as if we are either gangsters or police here to arrest him. Yeah. Obviously, the dude isn't going to go with you. Yeah, he's going to climb out the window right into Chief So's arms. Like, idiots. what are you doing? Shoddy police work. <laughs> Shoddy police work. Back and forth. <laughs> All up and down this show. Me and Raquel are here to call it out. Who's this new detective and how is he at all qualified to do anything? He's not. He's not. He just slapped a man until he passed out. I don't think you're allowed to do that. I don't think mm -hmm. that's allowed. Yeah, that seems not good. I but, don't think you're you know, allowed to break down doors with a sledgehammer. Police brutality, I guess, yeah. is also part of this. I, <laughs> I guess. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's that thing of like, well, detectives in Gangnam are exposed to the worst of evil. I'm going to say it every episode. I'm just <laughs> going to say the title of the show at least once an episode. They're exposed to the worst of the worst, so they gotta be tough cookies. Okay, so we kind of give them a little bit of wiggle room on the rules. Like, I don't know. That's that's the impression I'm getting for why this guy hasn't been fired a long time ago. Because he went from just being, like, kind of, kind of doofy the first mm -hmm. time we see him when he stops the car. To just, like, beating people. Just reckless. Just not recklessly beating men. The opposite of doofy, sort of. I don't know if recklessly beating men is the opposite of doofy. <laughs> but it feels like it. It probably is. <sighs> but who is this guy and why is he here messing everything up? Yeah. The moving pieces in the, like, during the meeting of the, like, of the Yakuza... Miss Lee and Kichol was so wild to me that there were so many different things going on because we have like Jung Bae who's looking in cars and we've got, oh God. <laughs> we've got like cops causing problems. We've got, um, shoot, what's his name? Not, it's not Cheeto. <laughs> um, Do Hyung. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Do Hyung. Not helping, but also not hurting the situation necessarily. He helped um, with the fire alarm. That yeah, was, that was that clutch. was clutch. Yeah, we'll give that to him. That was good police work to be like, oh, we've got to give an opportunity to D Mike, or Junmo is dead. Yeah, yeah, this could be very bad. Oh, that yeah, was that was a lot of people. Yeah, I usually hate like so. Obviously, I like suspense scenes. I don't like certain types of suspense scenes, though. For example, I don't like when you get, like, a scene of, like, at one point, Junmo was going through, and this was a couple episodes ago, but he was going through, like, an empty room with a flashlight, and he was, like, the only one there. And I just kept thinking he was going to get caught, and that was, like, a bad feeling. I was like, this seems like yeah. a bad idea. 
this is a bad idea. But I think I really like suspense when someone's already in the bad situation and then someone is working to help them, right? So I don't like the someone's in an like a ambiguous situation and someone might be working to harm them. That makes me too nervous. But the That's fair. this could go so bad. How are they going to fix it? Oh, someone's got something in the works. I hope this works out for them. I do like that. Like, I was very stressed by the he's miked scene. Yes. And I feel like the whole, like you said, the whole hotel thing was that times five. Because it was so many people, one step forward, two steps back, like doing this little tango. And you're just waiting to see which way the chips fall. Like... Who's going to win this one tiny battle and how's that going to affect the war? Like, it was beautifully done. Yeah. And you're getting like the negotiations at the same time where they're players, but you don't know how that's going to shake out. And you're a little bit more worried about what's going on outside of the meeting room. But then all of a sudden you're like, oh, but there's shit going on inside of the meeting room because the mustache guy is um, trying really hard to fuck over Gichol. But also, like, are we mad about that? Uh, Not necessarily. Gichol is not a good guy. But also, he's like, in this room of three people, I guess technically he's our guy. Like, we do want (laughs) him to, like... um, If he doesn't succeed, I don't think... he. I also don't think Junmo's operation succeeds, so... Also, I'm very much on team... Whichever guy doesn't act like a creep to the only woman in the room. Yes. And the Yakuza guy pretty quickly was like, I'm going to get really close, like really up and personal. And it's, it didn't get, it didn't technically cross a line, but if I was her, I would have stiffened. I would have been like, oh, I don't love how close you are. Please stand further away. I do not want to feel your breath. I do not want to feel your breath. Like, if anybody, I want to feel Gichol's breath. But, like, (laughs) I'm not going to, like, we're in a business meeting. This is a business context. So I'm not going to ask for that right now. That's something I'll bring up at a later meeting. Yeah, I guess that's also, like, something, right? Because would we consider it creepy if Gichol was standing that close to her? Or would we be like... Oh, for sure. He, yeah, it would be, so it would be unsettling. But also there would be the, like, but he is good looking. She is getting like <laughs> front row seats. <laughs> I know it's so hard. I think I think we are pe- person brained enough to be like, but it's still non consensual. She didn't it's, invite so him it's awful. Like, it's awful. We hate it. He, he should be throat punched, but <laughs> <laughs> but maybe monkey brain would kick in and we'd be like, but it's fine because he's hot. Like I don't know. We, <laughs> we weren't. We just presented had to imagine. With that. <laughs> We were presented with him getting very close to Wee Jong a few times, and I feel like I was consistently like, she doesn't want it, bro. She doesn't want you to hold her hand. You're right, actually. That's a really, really good example of um, how, actually, it doesn't matter how beautiful he is, because I did want to punch him multiple times during that. <laughs> and and previously, like, even teenager Kijol, who- Oh my god, the perfect casting but like yeah also a creep yeah and he kisses her and she obviously is just kind of like yeah i guess this is happening she it's but she doesn't seem that comfortable with it and that also made me want to throat punch him 
Yeah. Both teenage him and adult him. So, yes, thank God. I was not sure. I was not sure if person <laughs> brain would prevail, but it is. It is, because I do, now that you've said that, I hate him. <laughs> it's it's tricky because, I mean, back to the hypothetical Miss Lee and Geechul ship, it does feel like there is an equality of power where you yes. want Wee Jong to have that that same power because she is such a high-ranking police officer. She could kill him with her bare hands for sure, but she wouldn't because it would compromise everything. And I think being in that position makes it so that he has so much more power in the relationship that I'm like, don't hold her hand. Like, yeah, I mean, they haven't kissed as adults, but yeah, it's, oh, I don't like it. Because she's just pretending, buddy. Everybody around you is pretending, and that makes me really sad for you. Oh, that is such a bummer to put it in that perspective that, like, he is losing the people who are not pretending by trusting the people who are pretending in spite of the warnings, and soon he'll have no one, and he will be an island, and he's a bad person who deserves it, but he's also Weeha Jun. <laughs> and also... <laughs> He's Jungi Chol, who has literally one character trait that is good, and that is loyalty. He yeah. went into this business being like, yes, I'm going to be the emperor of nightlife or whatever they said. But also, <laughs> I think I'll do better to bring my bros with me. I'm going to bring up my friends, and I'm going to bring up people from my old high school who have struggled and... Like, it's not a good thing to be like, and bring him into the drug trade. Like, that's not <laughs> altruistic, but also it's sort of loyal. Yeah, well, I guess putting it in perspective of like, if it was an above board business that wasn't causing terrible harm to the general populace, then we would be like, the dude is an angel because he's yes. making sure that not only he succeeds, but other people succeed that... Uh, that he loves, like brothers and siblings. And so, yeah. So it's like, if he was not doing it for, he is doing it for drugs, I guess. He's is like doing the thing. it for drugs. He's- That's the hard part. <laughs> He's doing it for bad reasons. He's doing bad things for bad reasons. So yeah. it's hard to not be like, ignore all that. And he's great. <laughs> Ignore, like, one of the major parts of this character. Like, the actual series-defining part of this character. The whole reason he's here? Just pretend it's not. Yeah. Um, And he's great. He's a great person. Like, no, you can't, in- you can't ignore the meth thing. <laughs> it's not, it's not okay. It's not okay. The meth thing is bad. Oh, but it's still, yeah. To your point, it's still sad that Junmo and Weijong are conning him and separating him from everybody he loves. Yeah. Still, we can acknowledge that. That's sad. Yeah. Two things can be true at once. Two things can be true at once. Um, But yeah, Chief So had an interesting little arc that we kind of touched on. Knife Guy was like, I was fascinated when they got in the elevator and he was like, pretty soon it's going to be out with the old and with the new. I was like, ooh, he's got (laughs) ambitions. He said, I don't just want to be in the inner circle. I want to replace the inner circle. Yes. (laughs) I did not expect that. Like, I get it. I get that he's like, my loyalty is to Gichol only, but I was... Surprise. I did think that he would be like, oh, the other two guys are clean. They're off the hook. 
so we're good. Like, we're fine. But no, he was like, no, I still want them out. I still would like to replace them. Oh, okay. A whole new crew. Why? <laughs> just to be, just you hate the whole Gangnam thing. You hate the whole they went to the same high school thing. Yeah, maybe they've just kept him on the outside for so long that he's reached a point. It's his breaking point where he's like, mm, actually, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy because it seems like the opposite. It seems like he had the same path as Sungho. Where he just walked in and somebody was like, he is so powerful that we just got to put him at the top. We cannot control him if we just make him do night patrols. Like, he's not going to do that. He's going to murder all of us. Yeah. I thought he walked right into the inner sanctum. But he was never allowed in the meetings. He was never allowed to go fishing. He was never allowed to be part of the actual in Because there's like, there's the big circle and then there's the small circle. And he was okay. in- and then there's so and then there's the even smaller circle. And he was in the small circle, but he was not in the even smaller circle, right? Because the smallest circle is the three. The yes. Jichol, Jungbei, and Hisung, right? Yeah. And those were the people that got to talk about meetings. And, okay. and and even then I think there were two other guys that got to be in on meetings, but they're not they're kinda like footnotes, but we know that they are. Um so there's Hisung Jungbae, Yongdae, and then like Kyungjin was around for stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, he ended up getting ousted. Uh, but I think that because that's kind of where the camaraderie for I because I have the the Asian wiki up, so I can know people's names. Um, knife guy is Seo Jung Ryul. Seo Jung Ryul. But he uh. That's kind of like how he and Junmo were bonding, right? Where they were like the outsiders looking in. So it's like, yeah, he's been around. He's super powerful, but he wasn't inner, inner circle powerful. Okay. I think this show has has shown a lot of their movement into the inner circle. And maybe I just imagined that he was mostly in it already. But I see what you're saying. Like, not quite. He was not quite in the inner, inner circle. We're seeing that now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do still think there's a chance that because he just stood there for a minute before he helped out, there's part of me where I'm like, did he make the deal and then ch- go back on the deal? And when he met the guy in the hospital, he was like, you don't recognize my face? And like, was there another reason he should have? Or was it because you're the rat? I don't know. Because he don't... still killed him. But, but I want him I... to be loyal. <laughs> yeah, I want him to be loyal. But I get it. I get being the person that's just like, I'll play for the winning team. Like, I'm kind of just knife guy. So I'll go <laughs> back and go to, forth. I didn't go to high school with these guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't really care for that. Mm. It's wild that the whole high school thing is what brought that crazy detective into everything. That it was like this kid from this high school got killed. And so in retribution, they killed the other guy. And so then they're tracking him down for a murder. I I feel bad. I didn't recognize the two guys in the police station until literally this moment. <laughs> I was like, oh, those are the guys from the car. I think he called him Baby. Like five, I think his name was Baby. And yes, yeah, completely forgot. <laughs> Just I, got, I I did not remember up until the. Yeah, named Baby, and then I was like, oh yeah, there was another guy named Baby that was a problem. (laughs) That was part of that whole thing? Like, what? 
I think I was really trying to keep up with all the names, and it took me a while to figure out who Manager Cho was. Finally figured that out. He was the guy that died, right? Yes. He was the guy that Junmo couldn't kill. And then it took me a while to figure out who Yankee was, even though they probably explained it pretty clearly. Not me. It was the kid on the motorcycle. Oh, Um, that was Yankee? I had no clue. I'm pretty sure that was Yankee. (laughs) (laughs) Here we are, figuring this out, piecing out the, (laughs) the names. Um gangs yeah. are wild. Gangs are wild. <laughs> I I all you, you get is a little laugh when Junmo says his name is Yankee. And that's just like a funny little joke for all of us even if we don't know who Yankee is. We can all enjoy the joke. <laughs> his name is Yankee. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Spit in the face of a cop even though you are a cop. It's delightful. Um I'm glad you didn't get that either. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it to the extent that I was like, I just won't even bring it up. I usually ask about it, but you, this time around, I was like, we'll just, Emily will tell me if it's important. <laughs> and it wasn't. That's the beauty of this. It, I don't think it was. I think the stuff with the drug trade is more important, and I'm pretty lost on that. It just seems like it's a triangle, and the drugs are going between the three countries. Cool. Yeah. And Korea seems to be the go-between for the drugs, which tracks, right? Because it's like... Yeah, logistically. They're they're like, if you look at a map, they're kind of like, you don't have to go through Korea, but you could. Yeah, it's a way. It's a lot easier to pass through Korea. And Gichol made himself the guy, which is pretty impressive. And um, people, some people in Japan don't like that. I I get it. And then BB, (laughs) aka Miss Lee... Is the heir to the Chinese empire, the drug empire there? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's easy. Drug trade is easy. I could do this. I could remember all of these people for sure. For I've sure. And my relationship with them and everything they've ever said because it's important so they don't kill me. Yeah. Easy peasy. this point, we need like one of those cork board or like whiteboard like character maps like with all the strings, the red strings between everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like the police have in this show. Yep. We need one of our own. We need one of our own. That's for us. <sighs> I like that after Junmo got pretty messed up, pretty stabbed, that Weijong went to the guy with glasses, um, the police officer whose name I never learned. And um, the kind of head guy, Cho yeah. Chung-shik. Chief Cho. And she Chief was Cho. like, fuck you. <laughs> That's my husband. We need to pull him out. And Chief Cho was like, I don't think we should. And she's like, okay, then I'm going in. Like, we're done. I hate this. this I, is... If he dies, I'll kill all of you. Yeah, You're all dead. I will become the gangster. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> I'm the chief now. Call me chief. <laughs> I am. I have your job now. So I'm going in. Like, mm, I feel bad for her, but also I love her so much. If anyone's going to save this whole show, it's going to be her. It's going to be her. Oh, the moment when he came home and they got to spend one night together, Rika. Oh. It's like, I for sure will get to do this more often. I'm gaining their trust so I can come home for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, shut up. That's not true at all. Don't get my hopes up. She didn't even let herself get her hopes up when she saw his shoes at the door. She was like, 
No. Did it I can't put be those true. There? <laughs> I must have put those there. Oh, poor baby. I love her. I love her. Give her good things. Yep. I love her even more than Kichol loves her. Okay. And that's a freaking lot. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Do we have anything else to talk about? Don't. I was just looking at the cast list to be like, <laughs> to like look at their faces and be like, did you do anything that we need to talk about? <laughs> did you do anything to piss me off this episode? <laughs> no. You pass. I'll leave you alone. <laughs> Wild. Well, uh, yeah. I think that's. That's everything I can think to talk about, but if we missed anything, we have an email. You can reach us at playonkpodcast at gmail.com. You can always leave comments directly on our episodes at playonk.com, or you can find our newsletter, our affiliates, anything at all. That's all. Playonk.com. Yeah, we have our Patreon, where we uh, have... Like all of our episodes are a little bit longer there. We just do pre-show chat. Sometimes it's nothing. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Other times it's something, and that's also very fun. That it's all fun. But if you're interested in getting, usually it's like an extra twenty minutes of of just you know hanging out with us on our podcast. Uh, then that's all at Patreon.com/slash Play on K. There's also a link on the website. And uh, yeah, if you if you become a donor, you can check that totally out. It's a pretty low cost. It's like a dollar a month. Is that right? Uh, five for our extra it's, extra long episodes. It's five for our extra long episodes. So check it out. Check it out. Or you can find us on Instagram at Play on K Podcast, on Twitter at Play on K, or on TikTok at Play on K underscore Emily. Yeah, and then uh, the absolute freest way to help us out. If you have just a couple minutes to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us, but especially Apple Podcasts is really helpful. It helps other K-Drama Podcast listeners find us. Yeah. We will see you soon with another episode. So stay tuned for that. K-bye. Yeah. K-bye. Bye-bye.